Welcome to another exciting episode with the Kingdom's Insider. I am Craig McCarroll. I am here to uh, just tell you a little bit about myself real quick. We are doing this podcast because we have these meetings uh, scheduled every week with the Modern Day Family and the Modern Day Brady Bunch that we have. We had to take some time and schedule that time for uh, meetings to discuss things with the children, the courts, and uh, whatever other fun stuff we can talk about, budgets and uh, everything like that, to help us keep our life together, keep uh, keep our relationship happy, and uh, continue to keep that uh, keep our relationship alive and do the right things for our children at the same time. We've also got two dogs, so with the uh, <laughs> and with that for me, that's that's the reason we're doing this. Um, I also um, am the founder of. Guns and Fitness, which is a fitness program that is based off of fitness, nutrition, and mindset. So we, uh, I've taken my military training and just transferred it over to a Guns and Fitness platform. It's online coaching, so come check me out. Andrea, why do you want to be doing this Kingdom's Insider podcast? Why you're so far away? Um, I yeah. So we have. Um, the awesome day blended family. And so with that comes, you know, all the challenges of raising other people's kids. And it's one of the most difficult things I think anybody should ever have to do. And so we just got, we've been getting so much, you know, we have such an amazing support team. And I think we have such a great um, group of friends and surroundings that have constantly encouraged us to do everything that we want to do. And so, We've had, you know, our situation the past few years has been a complete shit show, and everyone's just like, your guys' life is like a movie, or you guys have so much to offer, and there's so many times, A you horror know, movie. Horror. At times. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> definitely a horror movie. It's like a horror movie mixed with, like, lifetime TV, you there know? You it's reality it's TV like, gone bad in a yeah, way. Yeah, where you're just like... I can't believe that that's happening or I can't believe that that, you know, person's going to do that. There's no way that she's going to do that or she's going to come out or whatever. And it's just constantly, we'll get into that on a different podcast. But for the most part, I, you know, we had so many people tell us that. I was like, you guys got to do something. You guys have gone through some of the most crazy things and you guys have felt so alone at times, you know, and kind of got stuck in that story of, you know, why is this happening to us? And we just realized that that shit wasn't serving us anymore. And so we decided to start telling the truth about what it's really, really like to raise other people's kids, be married to, you know, when you get to, I don't know if we really, be, I know that you're a producer, but I don't know if I'm really considered a producer right now. <laughs> but I think that when you get oh, to producer financially or anything, about? I oh. don't know. So yeah. I think when you get two people like us together that are so, so incredibly independent and we're both so headstrong and we, um, have the entrepreneur streak in us. When you get those two type of people under one roof alone is extremely challenging. And somehow we've been able to make it work and get our, keep our marriage alive through, you know, life constantly throwing us curveballs. So I think that we're just here. We don't claim to be experts. I never feel like I'm an expert. I always like to think of myself as a student at everything in life. And I've spent the past couple of years being a student on my journey, going to seminars and webinars and all that fun stuff, just trying to figure out how to 
swallow up and submerge myself in complete, you know, tools and coming from people who I view as experts that have been where, who, where they are, where I want to be. So those are kind of the people that I look up to. So we're just here to basically tell the truth and not come to you guys as experts, but we'll have once a month bring someone in on an interview who we feel is an expert in some of the field, whether it has to do with kids, marriage, or business. And we will kind of leave that up to them. But for the most part, we're just here to basically share our story. I think it's basically we've brought the uh, counseling and psychiatrist sessions online for the whole world to see. And we we get to uh, divulge a lot of our information. But by doing that, we have a group of everybody around us that I think will come together. And you guys will be able to relate to some of our stories and Maybe, you know, maybe some of them you'll relate to, maybe you won't. And then you guys might have some tips and uh, secrets that have worked for you. And we may have some for you. So together we're all going to take, I always, I said in a while back that it takes a village to raise a family. Well, we're creating that village with all of you guys. Yeah. So kind of how Kingdoms Insider came to be is Craig and I have both lived our lives. Um, God, I sound so <laughs> <clears throat> We, we kind of both have lived our life by making our own rules. We were both raised in kind of the Mormon background. We both kind of steered away with that, just knowing that we're the type of people that need to make our own rules and kind of figure shit out, not basically the hard way, but we like to learn our own lessons and create our own destiny. So we kind of just like to think of, you know, we have our very unique kingdom and we, um, I'm you know, kind of just, you know, not that I know what I'm doing right now with everything as far as my clothing line, Kingdom's clothing brand. Um, it's a lifestyle style brand. And I don't really feel like we, I know what I'm doing. I just know that I have to follow this. You know what your end result is. Yeah. Like. I, the end result is what, so we've spent the last year and a half, two years of really, for me, it was a transition to the civilian battle zone and being able to keep a marriage together and actually uh, make a blended family work. And we've, through this journey of improving ourselves, we've figured out that we will not settle for just anything in life. We will, we have our dreams set on a goal and we will not stop until we achieve those. And this is part of that dream, I think. And then that, um, the Kingdom's Insider and Kingdom Clothing brand is all Andrea and her style, and everything's coming together with that. But there's going to be a, uh, you know some other ideas that spin off from there. And my my passion of guns and fitness—that's what I've said I've always been passionate about—and that's where I ended up with guns and fitness. So not, and it's kind of always been you know ready, aim, fire. But now we're kind of just saying ready, fire, and then we'll figure out the aim as we go. But you're always like that with everything. You're all in from the way you date people to the way that you are in your family to the way that you are with your kids, your parenting style. That's you're the recon all, in me. Yeah, reconning. You're either 100 so percent in or 100 percent out. It's not just guns and fitness thing. <laughs> it's this whole. It's Ura. everything. It's everything <laughs> that he does is like, fuck it. Let's do it. Do or die. I'm like, dude, well, I don't really think this applies right here, but okay. Yes. <laughs> so, Violence of action. Let's get it done. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, I, you know, some people are really, 
you know, I think that I got really lost and with all of my coaching and, you know, there's tons of coaches out there that say, you know, you just got to find your why, Andre, and you just got to find your why. I'm like, I don't really know what my why is yet. So with this whole thing, I've just really taken the past like couple weeks to just really find my love for myself and just really have my boundaries and create my space that I need. And if I feel like I need something, just really go with it and just follow that intuition. That's kind of really what the journey that I've been on lately is just follow my intuition. Don't get so caught up on the passion and your why. Just, you know, or see where overanalyze this, everything. Yeah, and it was is this my why? Is this my reason why? What if this isn't, is this, what if I'm not passionate about this in five years and I spent all this money growing this and doing that? So it's just, it made me feel paralyzed. And so with this whole thing, I feel like I'm rambling, but I'm just kind of going with it and seeing where it goes and how it grows and just kind of stay true to myself and my style and everything that I've always wanted to do. And that's kind of where it is. But today's topic is mostly about, we well, kind hold of, on. How, how do you feel? You're, are you on the right path? I I have never felt so like, I don't know, maybe it's just because you are who you hang out with and I don't hang out with anybody but you. And so when <laughs> you... I'm sorry. <laughs> when you do that, I just came with this like, don't, don't care about what anybody other thinks. Don't care about what your family thinks. Don't care about, you know, anything. Just create the life and live your best life. And so any single time I saw something or did something and all my vision boards and everything that I've created, it became so, I don't even know what the word is or how to explain it, but it just became so intense for me. And it made me feel like I wasn't being true to myself with the go, go, go and all that kind of hustle. Just be who I am. Tell your story. You have so much to offer. And that's another thing that's really, really hard for me that I know that I tell you all the time is like, I don't, no one gives a shit what I have to say, but there's so many people that are in our situation and it's like, oh my gosh, if we could do this and I could help one or two more stepmoms that are dealing with our challenges of how the hell do you raise someone else's kids? Or if I can, you know, help somebody, you know, just coming from the woman's standpoint of if I could just help a woman that's, you know, married to someone who is in and out of the military and has that intensity about them. And I can help them relate what it's like to have so many different husbands. You have your active, you have your deployed, you have your home that you go through all those things with your husband. Or if I could just relate to some one person about what it's like to be married to someone who's almost kind of exactly like you when it comes to business and how to keep that passion alive and know when you could be masculine and know when you can't be just to keep that dynamic and those energies going so you're not colliding all the time it's like fuck it's good enough for me <laughs> definitely <laughs> so i think today it's just mostly talking about how we're just kind of going with this and so many people are like what is it about what it's about and we're just kind of going to see where this happens and just tell our story instead of just having our our weekly meetings with ourselves on what's going on with our kids this is what I you know and just kind of being true and raw with that whole thing and just be like you you allow we allow us as a couple to do that I think that's like our free time yeah every other time like oh Okay, I'm gonna write that down and talk about that in our meeting because it doesn't really. That's not worth. Well, because the bullshit started right stacking now. up to where it was every single day with the court, and you'll hear all about our story of the last year and a half or more. But um, it started this. The bullshit started stacking up to where it was every single day, and then we ended up um, 
starting to kind of see our marriage kind of going in separate directions and we needed to figure out a way to get it back back on ground. Just take control of it so it doesn't feel like it's controlling you when you have, everybody has shit that happens. Everybody that has things that come on, unless you have five assistants to handle all those categories for you, I feel like it's kind of up to you to, you know, you would probably say take life by the balls, and I'd probably say use a horse analogy. Like I like bull by the horns. Take, no. Keep the <laughs> the horse by the reins, and you'd be like, no, we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about that in our meeting, okay? And then that's like my code word or my safe word. You know, like you know, couples have a sex. You know, it's like pineapple or whatever. With us, it became things with our kids. We had to have something to where we were like, uh, no. That's nope. We're not going to get into that right now because it just consumes you. Are we going to be talking you. about sex on this on the Kingdom <clears throat> Insider sure podcast? You're going to bring it up at some point, aren't you? I think it's a natural thing to mm. go with talk about sex and this real life. I think one thing that uh, was funny today. I went and met up with. Um, I went and grabbed my son for lunch, and we went to lunch. And he. It's funny when you have those intimate conversations with your kids one-on-one and then the, the questions they ask and the, and the kind of the insight from a child's mind. It's really cool. And the one uh, thing he asked me today was like, what if you could live forever? And we got into this cool, con- cool conversation of um, what would life be like if you could live forever? And the number one thing is that we kind of came to, co- to a conclusion was you would never feel rushed. You would be, I have time for everything. And for me, on uh, knowing that I'm on the right path, when I feel like I'm not being rushed and I've got to hurry, 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 and I, I'm kind of being more present in the environment that I'm in, then I feel like I'm truly on that right path and I'm doing the things that, that I want to be doing. Because one of the, the things that really changed or I always keep in the back, back of my mind is that I don't want to be doing something that I don't want to do. And then life be snatched away from you then. You know what I'm saying? And not having any regrets about yeah, like it. Yeah, like I was driving to Duck Valley and then I'm like, holy crap, what if something happened? All, all of a sudden I just fell off the road or got hit sideswiped by a semi and, and then life is over and I was dragging a trailer to a place I did not want to go. <laughs> and then your life is done. So yeah. like, all right, something's got to give here. Nothing wrong with the hard, the you know, the restoration company. I also run a restoration company, the home restoration company. But that's just part of it. It's like I got to really think about what a, if what do I really want to do? And but I kind of got sidetracked there. But anyways, so no, the con- the, cool, about- the cool conversations that you have with your kids. I mean, that's one thing that I feel like we <clears throat> have really good balance in, even though our life is crazy and chaotic and. You have so many things going on with your ex and, you know, kids, we're constantly feeling like we have to be divided and then figure out ways to come together and then divided and come back together. And I think that's the number one challenge with blended families that we deal with is kids always feel like they want to control the situations. But one thing that Craig and I have always really done is we put ourselves first. So I think that one one biggest thing that I – like I was – Never thought I would even be married. I never thought that I would be in this relationship forever. And then until she met me, yeah. And then I met Craig, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, well, this is going to be it for me." And there's never going to be an out. And I can't. This has to be the one and only. And I can't, 
you know, ever, you know, let that, the outcome, if I'm going to do this and go in, we'll get on to that when it comes to relationship and stuff like that. But I think that with kids, it was, you know, I was so focused on my son and work and all that kind of stuff. You know, I never had a priority for a relationship, but one thing that Craig and I, um, I'm talking like I'm talking to somebody, but really I should feel like I'm talking to you. You're right here. You You're can hear me. talking to the audience though. Yeah. <laughs> But once I, you know, kind of jumped in with this relationship with you and we moved in together, you know, we built this beautiful house, we did all this stuff and started, you know, figuring out the best way to blend the kids with you still deploying and all this kind of stuff. We kind of always had this mentality, like, even though we don't have our own kids and even though, you know, we had our children first and, you know, that's one thing that I think is hard for kids um, <clears throat> going into a blended family is we're like, I was here first. Kids are always Definitely. like that. Shit's mine first, or they bought me that first, or it's always it's always first and mine and whatever. Well, and I think there's power struggles. There's, there's power struggles all the time in any any family. Even you know, I we were I was raised in a family that was uh, no nobody wow. no divorce like none, none of that was ever heard of, and we still bat, battled for a position. But I think with a blended family, it gets a a little sticky and we have conversations with the kids. I had one just yesterday with, with our son, with my son, Levi, and we had to discuss like, we're doing the best. Hold on, I was going somewhere with, Oh, so one thing that we're good at though, is we always put each other first. Like even though the kids are constantly trying to keep us apart, one thing that is, you know, that I feel like we are really good at because sometimes I'm like, holy shit, we feel, I feel like I suck at everything. I feel like I don't know how the hell to parent these kids. Like these kids aren't mine, but I'm raising them and I'm supposed to just teach them the lessons and teach, you know, your daughter on how to be a lady and how to be, you know, the type of person that someone looks up to, how to play hard to get. Don't, you know, let boys try to talk you into just this dating thing that happens in fifth grade. But um, I think that, you know, one thing that we're, you know, really trying hard at, and I just have to remember that, you know, if anything, at the end of the day, we're really good at, we're like, I don't really care if Craig wants to discipline my son, or if I do something where like, he's really good at being like, well, that's what Andre says, so that's what it is. And it's really hard for kids, especially in a blended family, to grasp that, because they're like, what? He doesn't make the rules. He's not my parent. You know, definitely. But you can go into your conversation with Levi because I'm also really interested to see about what it was other than well, life's not fair and this person's favored. And this is where the hairs start standing up. <laughs> On your hairs or my no. hairs? This is the sticky situations where you're like, okay, what did he say? And I, you have to like. So your hairs are standing up right now. Is this yes. a situation where you feel like your hairs are standing up? Well, I think it's more like I'm, I get nervous to talk to you about what he said because if you take it the wrong way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like each kid will complain and do the exact same thing in not the exact same way, but they'll complain about the same stuff. Oh, definitely. That, you know, Andrea doesn't, uh, she favors Gavin more than, you know, more than me or she, you're always favoring Gavin when Gavin will tell you that I'm always favoring Levi and Lexi. Yeah, because it's your son or he... And then you have to... So our conversation was like, I let him... I, I tend to let him vent or let the kid vent. Because so half the time, do you think that's just what it is? Yeah, but you have... But it's, I think it's a balance of like letting them vent but keeping them grounded because you know how 
every human being will go like high and right and just keep going, escalating themselves. And they're building up this negativity in their head. So I was letting him, and then I would just, I would let him vent and then I would kind of calm it down a little bit and remember that we're doing the best we can. And we were, we're five separate individuals thrown into a home and now you're expected to just, things aren't going to be perfect. We're, we're complete different personalities. There's no rank structure in a blended family. So the rank structure, you're actually building the rank structure as you go. And we're into this four years, five years of being together. And we're still, we're, every once in a while we get to where like, oh yeah, it's working. And I'm afraid to even think that because then it's going to, there'll be another curveball <clears throat> thrown at us. But Do you believe in jinxing? I believe in jinxing. <laughs> don't put the charms in the rucksack. You know what I mean. You're always like, don't jinx me. Yep. No, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't. My brothers from other mothers know what I'm talking about with the charms. So. But anyway, so he, um, so he was complaining about how Gavin gets favored and can't believe he's off grounding. And is there, there's always this comparison and nothing's ever fair for the other one. But then the next day it could be switched around. And I oh, just... Yeah ended the conversation with, look, we do the best, we, the very best we can. I explained how step parenting is, is a really tough job, but you try to do everything you can to show that other child love in a, in a nurturing way in like your blood kid is, but you know, it's not going to be perfect and none of us are perfect and we're all, we're all learning together. And the best thing that, um, I told Levi, I was like, the best thing that you can do is, communicate so if we can communicate with each other and open communication whether you're mad or whatever but we have a we try to use our uh, use our words and use our brains um over letting ourselves get completely frustrated and everything so that was the conversation yesterday and calmed it down and everything was fine it's so weird how he's the oldest and he's got it the worst and it's like and every single time he starts acting like that, like Lexi's the youngest and she net like she'll, you know, and those of you that have fifth graders, I mean, that elementary, junior high, preteen thing, it's just like, what in the hell? Who is that? You know? And she has her moments where she's like, you guys hate me. You guys, just, yeah, you guys hate me. This is why you're doing it. And you just, because I'm the only girl, you would just have to side with the boys. And we're like, oh my hell, we heard that shit from them for seven days when we were on vacation. And, you know, it was like every ride we went on, every single thing we did, it was because Lexi's the only girl. And so, I mean, it's always something. But one thing with Levi, and it's like I've been, you know, I say some things to him once in a while. I'm like, sweetheart, you're. You're the oldest. You're supposed to set the example. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm like barely the oldest. I'm like, nonetheless, you should act as if. And I hate it when I say that because I'm like, oh my gosh, I sounded just like my mother. (laughs) But it's so true. And I don't know if it's just something that the way that it makes me feel, but I'm just like, that's so true. And I didn't get it until I started parenting these kids that I was like, now I understand what my mom meant by that. And I also know that when I was a kid, I didn't know what the hell that meant. All I knew is that it pissed me off. So I, you know, always try to say like, you know, if you act responsible, but he's, he's the most challenging and he's the oldest. And it seems like, you know, everybody that else that I talk to or other moms that I listen to and their podcasts and stuff like that, it's just always like, they always kind of say the exact same thing and they're first one's just kind of like whatever 
take everything away from me, whatever, it's not a big deal, or ah, fuck it, I'll just deal with the consequences later, and the youngest is always like, okay, okay, and I think it's because they're the observers in the family, so they say, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that, and I don't want to do that, so they avoid it, but he is definitely, you know, maybe just because of the whole puberty thing, and he's the oldest, so he's going through it first, I don't know, but I just... To say one one kid is the toughest, it's... They take their turns on being the toughest, yeah. I think. <laughs> this is where it gets sticky. <laughs> okay, they always have their moments when it comes to taking their turns, you're right, on who is the most challenging. But So what, what was our subjects we were talking about today, though? Was it troubles we... Picking the battles and how we control the battles. And even though, you know, life is one big battlefield we find a way to always just try to take number one stay connected as a couple and then just try to take control over it pick our battles we're not here to win the battles we're just here to mostly control them and figure out the fastest and easiest way of putting them out so one thing that we do with our kids also is that we let them we allow them to be upset and I think that's one of been one of the biggest things I've had to learn is I I hate having my kids upset I hate having my wife upset anything like that I I don't I'm a I think a people pleaser in a way and but we we made we set the rule in our house that you have 90 seconds to be upset so you get to go up in your room and scream or whatever I got boxing gloves that we'll put on the kids and then they can go hit the punching bag or whatever but I think that's one of the techniques. What do you think is the number one technique that helps with uh, with the kids? Because you are able to really dissect the the three different, completely different personalities. Well, because I know that like you and Lexi are both Leos, and I know it's I just know how those type of personalities work. And going into like the six human needs, I know that you know girls are different than boys, and I know that. You know, Lexi has her needs, Gavin has his needs, and Levi has his needs. So if you can just hit those first. And the number one thing that I always start off with saying, and we're like, well, you just feel like this, or you're just doing this, or you love him more, or whatever. The number one thing I always say, I don't give a shit. I love you no matter what. And half the time I think kids just need to say that. And I'm not the best at always saying that to my kids because I just kind of feel like, like, you're really good at it. You'll tell them eight or ten times a day, I love you. I love you. I'm like, what? Why? Why did you? Because just... Mama always said, you always tell you, love ones. I know, but like ten times a day. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't get it. But I know that's what they need, and so I will do that for them, and then just kind of take it from there. And I know, you know, boys are totally different, and you know, me and Lexi have our things that we can bond with. But when it comes to being comforted, I mean, daughters want their dads, and. You know, I remember my dad didn't even have to say anything to me. It didn't know how, matter how upset I was, my dad was always able to calm me down. And when it comes to Lexi, I can't because I'm just like, why are you crying? You're being crazy right now, you know? And like, it is my, funny how. And my sisters are the same way with their daughters. They're the same thing. Like, no, I just tell them, like, you're being freaking crazy. You're being nuts. You need to go away. And I think that's how all girls are with their friends, with their sisters, with everything. But when it comes to their boyfriends or their sons or their husbands or their dads, we're so much more. And I think it's like an energy thing where I can go to the boys and I can calm them down. I 
feel like I need to coddle them more and then I can break that pattern in their head and give them what they need but I just it's so and then when I go to them that's probably totally what it is is the the polarization of yeah male to female yeah because I'm with the boys I'm like suck it up do some push-ups stop being and yeah you freaking seriously fucking crying right now like that's the last thing a little boy wants to hear you know especially when they're crying because you know, I think, I think especially with little boys as they get older, I'm like, okay, I feel like you're crying right now is completely overboard, but, ultimately, but you're I'm crying try- right now, so it has to be for a reason. Why are you crying? He's crying because he needs a hug, or he's crying because he doesn't feel significant, or he's crying because whatever it is. So I always just try to, like, get that over with, nip it in the butt, and, you know, just like with you, when we, you and I are in a you know, in an argument or a fight, I'm just like, gosh, I don't, the last thing I want to do is like hug him or coddle him right now. But I just like, you know, just do it and get it out of the way because I know that's what you need. Get it out of the way. <laughs> and because you'll open back up to me, you know, because boys need to feel loved first and girls need to feel loved first, but you get it from the opposite sex or from the polar opposite energy. Hmm. That's true. Because you don't feel like like when Levi or Gavin and crying, the last thing you feel like you need to do is go pick them up, put them on your lap, and hug them, right? It's not till later, and then I feel. I know bad. that like instantly when they're upset or crying or whatever, the last thing you think about them is, "Okay, I just need to pick them up and hug well, them." Well, because with I'm Lexi, like, it's like she has one little bead of dew dripping out of her eyeball, and you swoop her up, hug her, sweetheart. Your tone changes. You know exactly what she needs. She's easier to read for me. Because she's just like you. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate it when I, I say that? Why does that bother you? A lot of times you say it when it's the negative time, and it's like, "Whoa, come on! I'm an adult. <laughs> I do adult things." <laughs> well, no, but like, I don't. I, I don't. I, I with boys and with well, yeah, mainly with the boys. I, I wish I was. I kind of try to be different on that. Like, I know that they need to have time to. Sometimes you just need to cry. Sometimes you need a hug. And my initial reaction to the boys is always, or not, I can't say always, it's, it tends to be more often than not that I am like, all right, just, I don't know why you're crying. There's no reason to cry. You're not hurt. Your feelings aren't hurt. You forgot the freaking controller to go to GameStop. What the hell are you complaining about? Something like that. And then I always feel bad afterwards because I don't want to, that whole book of uh, masks of masculinity that yeah. it's, I don't want to build this complex into them. They've already, Levi and Lexi have been through enough traumatic stuff. And then I always feel like bad afterwards. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I should have held you or hugged you more at all. And then with Lexi, I, I don't feel that same thing. It's like easy for some reason, but you have a hard time with Lexi. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's that energy thing that we're tougher on our daughters. We're like, don't, are you serious? Don't you dare cry right now. Don't cry, you know? So, So okay, so if we're talking to an audience, if we're talking to an audience and then they want to, because I would literally love to hear a guy's point of view on this and a girl's point of view on so this you, from so other you, people. No, you come from the you come from the man. You're speaking in the man's shoes, and I'll come from the woman's shoes. I definitely know that it is a hundred times easier for me to see the boys are upset, and the last thing I want to do is snap on them. Like, if I see that they're upset or they're disappointed or they're embarrassed or they're anything, 
the last thing I'm going to do is like, Levi, are you freaking kidding me right now? Gavin, are you serious? You know? And I'm like, why aren't you doing that? Yeah, but with Lexi, (laughs) I could do that right away and be like, so you screwed up. You forgot your you forgot your <laughs> friend's stuff. Like, just get over it. Take your freaking friend's backpack to school and tell her you're sorry. Like, who gives a shit? And I'm like, why are you making her cry? Yeah. <laughs> and then That's with her, and then true. like the last, and then if you see that she's she puts her head down and she has that look on her face, like, oh, Dad, you're like, oh, sweetheart, come here. I, I love you so much. It's going to work out. It's, it's going to be all right. Out. And your voice, what do we need your to do? voice changes. Just you know, so I'm going to have the drill subject. But if Levi is or Gavin are upset about something or they know that they screwed up or whatever, you're so you'd like instantly snap on them like, don't be freaking upset. You're the dumbass that forgot this stuff. You don't call your kids dumbass. I don't. Well, but I try thing, to. I, first thing I try to do is say, guys, what is the problem? Guys, no, guys what is protect the, the girls and the girls protect the I, guys. It's the same thing. Like it's a whole full circle thing. Like you protect Lexi. And she'll, and then the boys will protect their daughter. It's a guy girl energy thing, and that's all I'm saying. So if you it's have, like, if, it's like if you saw that Levi was upset or whatever, you'd be like, okay, this is the time where the mom steps in, and right for right now, I get to be the mom. And so when Levi's, you know, freaking out, going high and right, hates his life, his friends hate him, all this stuff's going on at school, kids are bullying him, all this stuff. Like Craig is not the guy to go up there and give him what he needs. I will go up there. I will coddle him. I will sneak him dinner under his blanket. I am just that mom. And then, you know, when it comes to coming up with a plan, executing, you know, the, the problem is this. Up for the solution yourself, is this. Yeah. You come up with that. I don't. I'm just like, just keep being nice, sweetheart, and just love him. And, you know, just tell him I'm really sorry you feel that way about me. But I really don't care what you think. And little, every single time Gavin and Levi say, that is the stupidest thing. I would not say that. I would sound like such a tool. And But you can come up with like, all right, so if he's just in, you put your fist in his face. And you say, this is getting one inch closer. And next time, you know, you're going to hit contact. And <laughs> you come up with solutions for them. But, you know, and... That's all I'm saying is I think that that's one thing that, you know, we're kind of getting figured out is when I see Lexi upset, I know I just have to walk away because I can't give her what she needs. And then when she wants to come up with a solution on how do I handle this girl or this, my friends are saying this about me, I come up with a solution for her and I can have a conversation, but I'm not the, you know, coddling. So what, but what I was asking was that if, I want to get our audience more involved with this. So is if they want to write in and email us, they have a a way to do that. Yeah. So on our kingdoms with a Z insider.com, we have a whole section on there where you guys can get involved and write in shit you're going through or things that you had just gone through and a tool and a solution that you wish you would have known before. Um, that's the landing page. So that's the place where we want you guys to start writing in. We've already had, you know, people write in on, you know, I'm not a step parent, but this is an issue that I have with my kid, you know, all of these things that happen we want you guys to go there and get involved so if we've gone through it you know we can give you guys feedback or if you have gone through it we can read it out loud to everybody and give us tools and we just you know basically are doing this so you guys can help us and we can basically instead of getting together in like a gym or a church function or you know 
Release Society and all those things that people get together to talk about. I don't have that type of group that I can go to. And so I think that's what we're basically trying to create with the kingdomsinsider.com is you guys just go in there, write something that you guys want um, to be on the podcast, and then we'll share it. Because I want to hear their point of views too on uh, from a woman's point of view. Is, is this the same? I'm sure it is across across the uh, the world. Or is it a coincidence in all the women that I talk to? Pretty much the same. but Because uh, even your friends that you talk to, I'll listen to your guys' conversation, and you all talk about your daughters exactly the same. Dude, my daughter can do no fucking wrong. I don't care <laughs> if she has a fucking red crayon and she's coloring all over my brand new truck. I'm just like, oh, sweetheart, you look so cute, and your pigtail's doing that, but daddy's not really happy with you. Your son does that. You pick him up by his ankles, and you throw him in the bed, and you go dump him by the, you know? It's like, I hear you talk to all of your friends. I'm like, oh, my gosh, maybe it's a military thing, but you guys are all exactly the same. And I remember my dad being the exact same way. I'll never forget. We had this big, huge brown minivan, and my dad built this bed in the back, so we were traveling back and forth from California and going to Mexico and stuff. We could all sleep on the beds. But... Um, my Troy's hand, I think it was my little brother. He had his hand and he was holding onto the door and Brett went around and he, my mom was yelling. So he slammed the back door to shut it and it slammed Troy's fingers in it. My dad and and Brett was devastated. You know what I mean? And he freaking grabbed, picked Brett by the back of the neck. And I remember watching it on the bed through the window. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like my brother felt horrible, but it's just an instant thing. Like, are you freaking kidding me? You know, and I could see Gavin doing that to Lexi or Levi doing that to Lexi and you just losing it on them. So I've seen it all of and my it's life. It's not a chance that Teddy was a Vietnam Ranger, so That's what I mean. So I don't know if it's a military <laughs> thing or if it's know. an all dad thing. So freaking write us at kingdomsinsider.com and let us know what you guys think when it comes to the dynamic of um, the dads versus sons versus the moms versus the daughters and let us know what you've been doing that you have please relate I hope all you girls out there can relate to me but and if you can't we want um, you guys to give us some of the feedback on how to help us avoid coming to the battle on me feeling like I just need to deal with the boys and you can just deal with the girl well I think one of the biggest battles is where it gets really sensitive is with the two sets of kids like I have a set of kids you have you have a kid and then it's like, well, you're favoring this, you're favoring your son a lot more than, you know, that's where things get sensitive too. For you or for, for them? For me or for, for all of us, I think. Because if I say something to you about Gavin and I'm like, oh, it's a Gavin thing. Or if I say it about Levi, he'll, you'll do the same thing. You, you react the same way that I do when it comes to being sensitive about certain things. Yeah, so I have a blended sandwich, and it's fun sometimes. But so I, our love, whole point I love this. you so much, and when the kids are all gone... That's what we always remind long, ourselves. How long do we have left? Our youngest is 10, and so I'm like, oh my God, we have like 17, seven, eight more years, and then it's just you and I. And think about how fast the past six years being together went by. I'm like, that's nothing. And I look at those couples sometimes, and I'm like, 
Oh, yeah, that's great. You guys have seven kids that you're raising together. It was the last time you and your wife went on a date. Like, me and Craig go out at least twice a week and try to like, have lunch together or, if, you know, see opportunities for kids to go hang out with their friends or something. We'll go, you know, grab a drink or go do something and just really try to connect. It's a micro more. date. Yeah, and it's just it's about those little tiny things that we have to have because shit, seven years is nothing. And who knows? The kids are probably going to want nothing to do with us in five and they're you know, already starting to not want anything to do with me. Well, Lexi does. Yeah, Lexi. <laughs> See, told you guys. Lexi's my forever baby. She'll, she's, she'll always she's like, still, Daddy. Dad, I love you. The boys are like, I want nothing to do with you, take, Dad. You're can you take me here? Yeah, they're getting good. Oh, hey, buddy. Hey. The roundabout. Craig, will you do you want us, should, You and I should go grab a drink somewhere. Let's go grab a soda pop. Okay, take me to a soda pop. Oh, Oh, since the skate park's are here, we just dropped me off really quick. Like, they're so good at knowing. Manipulating me. Yeah, they are. Because you, because that's the kind of great dad you are. It's like, like, you, like, seize opportunities, and it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of building a freaking 21-day fitness program from scratch. They want to go grab a damn soda, and you're like, all right, so you're really good at balancing. I don't want to miss the opportunities that later on yeah. in life will be like, oh, man, you know what? I should have taken that time. Yeah. I always regret it. Like, I regret So life it. and parenting is about balance and picking your battles. And with that, I want to end today's episode. I'm getting and cut so, off. <laughs> and so it is like, it's about not winning the battles, but just controlling them and finding a way to keep together as a couple, I think, is the number one thing. So, and the kids are going to be gone. And are you guys still going to be as in love as you were when you first started dating? So... The relationship is always top priority, and everything else kind of falls in line after that. Yeah. But yeah, check us out over, uh, check me out at Guns and Fitness. Uh, I've got an Instagram, Coach Craig, and then uh, Facebook. <laughs> I'm new to that whole platform, and my so coach, Andrea, you. makes it happen for me. But um, yeah, Guns and Fitness is. We're into the third 21-day indoc, so uh, we have... You can sign up there too, right? Just the link in your bio on... Yeah, you can get on there. Coach Craig. Yep, Coach Craig, and then you'll have a link there to sign up for the 21-day indoc. I encourage everybody to check it out. It's 21 days. 21 days. You can do anything for 21 days. Especially when everything's, you know, from diet to grocery shopping to cooking it, everything is all dialed in for you guys. It's awesome. And I am, of course, at Kingdoms Queen. And um, you guys can go to kingdomsinsider.com. These podcasts will be launched on YouTube at Kingdoms Insider YouTube channel. Um, We're coming out with a lot of really exciting things that we've always just wanted to do to try to live our best life. So we hope and challenge all of you to please write in, get involved, let us know what you want, who you want us to interview, um, what we could do better to be better parents, a blended family, business owners, um, married couple, everything we want to hear from you guys. So we want to challenge you guys all to live your best life and get involved and tell your story. Yeah, thanks for listening and stay tuned for more. It's going to get better. Bye, guys.